Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 28 of the Semi-Casual Podcast. I'm your host, Dan, joined with the usual crew today, Mr. Sean Wilson. Yo! And Mr. Mitch. Yo! What is going on, my boys? My boobs. Boobs. The bobs. The bobby. The bobby sheen. <laughs> the, the bobby sheen. I may have had way too many to drink. <laughs> Holy Jesus! I love it's, it. It's slow and I love it. It's beautiful. This, Game is, over. this is what semi-casual, the foundation of semi-casual. Excessive drinking. Made in a pub. It was. Made in a pub. Uh, Mitch, let's start with you, my man. What's been going on the past two weeks? It's been two weeks since we've done one. It has. Holy shit, let's, I uh, Let's give a bit of a roundup. Fuck, I've got, like, nothing. This is bad. Like, I legitimately have, like, nothing that I've been doing apart from once every once every week for about four hours, I log into Destiny, do my weekly stuff, and then log back out of it. That's about it. It's mm. literally got about four hours of my attention a week now. It's pretty solid. Um, I've been... Oh, I picked up a mini SNES. Yeah. Got one of those here. Okay. It's been, like, my casual pick-up and play. So you play it, like, once and that's it? No, actually, so, like, <laughs> if I sit up here and, like, have other things going on, like my podcast and that, or if I get home from work and I'm, like, not quite tired enough to go to sleep, I'll throw something on in the background and I'll, like, sit there and play Super Castlevania 4, which I haven't played in a fucking very long time. I fucking forgot how good old-school Castlevania was. But that's about it. I did go... Did I... I've seen it recently, and that was about yeah, it. Yeah, we spoke about that. We spoke before. about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just trying to think about if I've been to the movies, I've been to anything. I've been meaning to see Blade Runner, but you guys have. So save that for my half an hour wank fest. Half an hour wank fest. Got it. Cool. Jesus, <laughs> it's gonna literally like <laughs> squat over the mic, drop it on the ground, and just, just be hearing. <laughs> yeah, like oh yeah, that's, oh, like, it's beautiful. Half an hour. Yeah, beautiful. I'm like, Brian goes like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I... God, Dan's O face. Right. <laughs> I've been meaning to play some Overwatch. Um, really haven't because I've had like no motivation to play that game right now Sorry. or ever again. Garbage. But well done. Not garbage. the Halloween not garbage. update, the Halloween update's out, so I kind of want to give it a go. Um, but then I also picked up Shadow of War today, which is currently installing in the background. Rotten. So I might just end up playing that instead. It's a good choice. It's a good solid choice. choice. Got Evil Within out on Friday, so next week I'm going to have a lot to talk about, but this week I've got fucking nothing. <laughs> Alright, well fuck you Mitch, <laughs> Mr. So, Sean. Moving on to Sean. Yeah, I don't have a lot to talk about either. Sorry. Right, right. Fuck, fuck you, you moving on to Dan. You know what I've done? I've done fucking everything. I've been farming shit on Stardew Valley on my Switch. Oh, I forgot about that Living too. that life up. I've been... That's about it. No, I'm joking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> been, um... I got Shadow of War a day early yesterday, played on PC for about three hours. It was absolutely frothing. Um, played a bit of Cards Against Humanity, saw Blade Runner 2049. It was all great. It was all golden. Golden times for Dan. And right, so, Sean, what did you the do? The Battlefront beta. Oh, I fucking Which happened that. last week. That's and true. It was probably, look, part, partially the reason why episode 27 never. Well, Whatever episode we skipped last week yeah. didn't happen because <laughs> we got really to the room and Mitch just starts playing it and I'm like, I'm too fucking tired and we just watch him play for an hour. Yeah. We just um, kind of sat here and just... Yeah. Like, we could have, like, maybe flicked on a stream and just, like, talked over it, but we were just like, fuck, I don't want to keep playing Battlefront. Yeah. Like, so... It was pretty fun. That was pretty fucking dope. Let's, uh... I guess Mitt, uh, Sean, did you actually... Did you want to touch on anything <laughs> that you did before we, we hit up other... Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Um, look, Sorry. the reason why I say I wasn't doing too much is it's, it's crunch time with uni, so I've been doing mm. doing uni work. <laughs> played uh, played some PUBG, um, some Warcraft three. Uh, went and saw Blade Runner as well last night. Uh, also, 
uh, played a deck building game for the first time ever, uh, oh, Attack yeah. on Titan, uh, which was actually really cool. Wait, Attack on Titan is a deck building game? Yeah. I fucking love deck building games. It's Weird. fucking awesome. Right. Dan, you're missing okay. out. It's, is it like, like it's an really good. physical card game? Yeah. That you have? have you ever played, like, have you ever played a tabletop deck building game? Yeah, man, I own like three. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm, saying, I'm like worried about you. We should take one to for when we go to PAX. Like if we, oh yeah, if we're just like feeling like fuck it, bring my DC like Comics for, one for the Thursday. They're legendary. Yeah. Um, yeah, for the Thursday, or whatever. Definitely. Um, I got board game for the days. But yeah, no. So that's basically it. Like I've not. It has been a pretty shitty week last week. I've not played Destiny two at all. I've not I haven't played well. Forza. I haven't played Forza. Um, I don't know. Me and games aren't really a thing at the moment. I'm you decided to see other people. Pretty much. Yeah. Are you playing Pubby? I've been playing Pubka. Um, <laughs> Literally, that's his social interaction done. Like, that's how he has to interact with people. It's just Pubka. So yeah, Pubka, the good old yeah. Discord. Um, basically, the, the call comes out, PUBG, anyone? And I'm just like, I'm there. Take me now! <laughs> the um, beacon's lit. <laughs> <laughs> the beacon's a condor. I will, I will join my cape <laughs> and ride. Hey, call for aid. Yeah. Quick, put on the camo jacket. Go. Oh, it's good shit. It is, but, but they've now monetized. Yeah, 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 but they've now monetized. Like they've been monetizing it all. Like I know they've been doing it for a while now. Yeah, but I've actually anything. No, but I've looked into it's it. It's cosmetics, right? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. all cosmetics. It's fucking terrifying the amount of money. Fun fact spend. about that: Sir Hale, who's yep. featured on the podcast, oh, shit, don't tell me he's bought it. Has no, he hasn't purchased anything. He got a random loot drop, and it was this yellow. Oh, the tracksuit sort of. No, not, not tr- it was some some stupid bit of clothing in Play on No Battleground. Yeah. So he checked it on Steam to see how much people were selling it for, and uh, two hundred fifty bucks USD is how much people have been selling. Fuck. Uh, oh, yeah, one that's like six. It's like a grand. Yeah. So anyway, he's like, you know what? It was free. I didn't pay for any of it, so I'm just gonna put it up in the marketplace for one hundred and eighty. Just <laughs> <laughs> still excessive, and he yeah he sold it so. That's fucking gross. So he's got it's like, like a CSGO nice. like Steam credit just sitting in his thing and he's just been yeah. buying games. Fucking CSGO, like, um, knives and skins and stuff. Like, there was like factory new skins that were oh, going yeah. for like $1,500 yeah. back in the day. It's disgusting. So you can literally, if you play Pubby enough, you could pretty much live. Well, not really because it's just Steam credit, but you could live. You could live on Steam. On Steam. <laughs> Which is awesome. So, good on him. What a play. I finally put some fucking hours into Fortnite Battle Royale. Oh, real? Just to try out, like, a Battle Royale game. How'd you go? I, oh, look. But Fortnite's apparently, like, the worst of the lot. Well, apparently it's getting, it's fantastic. Like, a lot of people really love it. Mm. Like, it's picked up really well. I think they love it because it's free. Exactly. It's completely free. It is 100% (laughs) a cartoonized version of PUBG. It plays exactly the same, except it's a bit more arcadey. Like, it's not, like, based on the armor engine, so there's no, like proning and hiding in bushes and like having bullet drop and stuff it's just arcadey it's fine i don't think i ever play more than one round before i just get bored did you play with anyone no i haven't no seen, only ever done solo <laughs> and like sean was telling me as well before that like solos are just like the most boring thing on the uh, planet solos in pub are just fucking annoying uh, it's yeah. hateful when it's that thing of like oh, i got killed by a sniper from over fucking there awesome that's that's boring yeah, yeah. So if you play with a squad, you'll probably find that genre in general thrives off social interaction. Yeah, you need to be playing with you know, because like friends. Because I like because I have Fortnite. Because I have Fortnite as like a full game. Um, I played it once. I played it a couple times. I actually really like it. I've gotten mm-hmm. pretty far into it. Because um, I like the building mechanics. Mm-hmm. I like the tower defense stuff, and the fact they brought that into battle royale is like you can use. Yeah, yeah. Like, the I think that's stuff. cool. That's an awesome element. Yeah, it it 
helps. However, you'll occasionally come across people who have built, like, a stairway to heaven and, like, have got, like, the little, like, sniper tower, but they don't understand the physics of Fortnite. If you bust out the bottom step, the entirety of the thing will collapse and they'll <laughs> just fall to the ground and die. That's so good. It's it's made it, like, the way, because the physics still apply from the original Fortnite, it, like, actually works. So you can't just, like, build up a little tower and hide into it. Because all it takes is someone, because everyone spawns with a pickaxe, all it takes is someone just to spawn next, like, to be near it, tap it twice, and the whole thing comes down. Mm. And so, but, like, the the strategy seems to be, like, people are actually, like, fortressing themselves, like, into the side of walls. Like, they're all, like, building these, like, really elaborate contraptions. The problem is, if you spend all the time doing that, you don't have any fucking weapons, because you haven't been scavenging. Mm. And so it's kind of got, like, a bit of a trade-off to it. And also, if the fucking storm cloud closes in and you're not in the circle, then you're it's a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's cool. It's it's good to hear somebody's actually played it. I've been meaning to download it, but at the same time, why why play? Why play the knockoff when you've got the original? Yeah, if yeah. I've got like the true flavor, the, the eleven herbs and spices. Why yeah. would I go for fucking you know red rooster? Oh, that's, that's offensive. Yeah, I know. I yeah, know. <laughs> <laughs> he knows the crowd that he's playing. Yeah, maybe. it's like oh, you know, right. Sean, I love a bit of the red cock. Well, Damn maybe, straight. Maybe Kingsley's. But even then, that shit's delicious. Yeah. You're really kind Still delicious. Not as uh, satisfying. Not as accessible, you could say. Or more accessible. Um, but I guess, yeah, moving on. Let's uh, reflect on some Battlefront 2 beta. I know Sean didn't play it at all. Because I don't know why. But Why wouldn't you? But uh, me and Mitch oh. definitely did. Oh, I put fucking and tons of hours into it. Yeah, I played it on too. both PS4 and Xbox One. And you played it on PC. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I played it on, on the PC. What were your thoughts, Mitch? The, in terms of performance, the Xbox One version was vastly more gimped because the PS4 Pro ver- the PS4 version actually had Pro features. Yeah, yeah. So it had HDR and it had the much better resolution. It um, was running at uh, 900p. Yeah, on the Xbox and 1080 on the PS4 Pro. I've actually heard it's 1440p um, in like when it's in like the cinematic stuff, like just before a battle and whatnot, and then uh, it scales to 900p. There you go. It's pretty, pretty wide. Yeah. But, like, I loved the beta. I thought it was, like, a throw... It was, like, the closest thing we have to having that, like, almost PS2 version of Battlefront 2, mm. where it has, like, all the different sagas and, like, all the different maps and stuff like that, but then actually having the level of detail they brought in. Like, when DICE got Battlefront, people were, like, sick. The Like, Battlefront was made by an Australian studio that was, like, copying what Battlefield was doing. Mm. Now they gave the Battlefront franchise to the guys who made Battlefield. It's like, sweet, we're going to get like Star Wars Battlefield, essentially. And the first one came out, and it was super arcadey and super limited, and it was like, okay, this isn't fun. It seems like what they've done with Battlefront 2 is literally take the Battlefield 1 engine and skin it with Star Wars and just go, like, here you go. Because it's got, like, the, uh, the the main mode, that Galactic Conquest mode type thing, like yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that proper assault mode, the 20 on 20 that feels very much like operations from Battlefield 1, mm. where it's like objective-based and it's got like storyline woven into it as well and it's got, it's like, just like changing the game as you play through the maps. It's just fucking legit. It's so much fun. That like, the Naboo map that you play, like the, the opening section of it where like the clones are trying to destroy the transport troop, troop transport, and then like when you get inside the temple and it just switches from being like this long-range like battle of like distances to being like just bullet hell in that fucking mm. palace. So much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, on PC, obviously, performance was pretty good. Uh, my only gripes with, like, that, and, you know, it was in beta, so I'm hoping they're going to do either, like, a bit of nerfing or a bit of fixing. Yeah. I found in the, the, the boo map in particular, it was very um, hard when you were playing the Separatist. Like, yeah. Like, uh, trying to, like, you know, you did the first part, 
pretty easy. It's it's pretty chill. As soon as you get the, the temple, the, the pushing through the temple, it's fucking hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, I, I found that as well. They basically, you know, either put a delay on spawn on the the republic side, or maybe even just a higher ticket rate. Yeah, the higher ticket rate would help because even if you get, even if you got the transport to the palace with about like. 30 to 50% health, mm. you only got like 25 tickets. Yeah. Which, with 20 people on the map, you shred through it in a minute. And there'll always be like that one dickhead that's playing like one of the heroes. Yeah. Um, which you earn through the game with battle points. Yeah. Which is basically, it's like a good way of doing like a kill streak, you could say. Like you're getting like a mercenary for hire for one life. Yeah. Um, which is dope. I thought that was really cool. But you're getting this one dickhead that will be like, oh, I want to be Darth Maul, and he's just like sitting outside the temple just trying to camp kills. Yeah. Instead of just rushing the objective, which yeah. is what he should be doing. Yeah. Because you get more points for playing the objective and being with your squad. Mm. Um, like, that's the easiest way to get like a shitload of points. Like, forget kills and stuff like that. Like, staying with your squad and playing the objective, like, boosts you up so quick. Oh, yeah. Um, but I love that new battle point system. You're right. It nice. is kind of like it's kind of like yeah. score streaks from like Black Ops or something like that. But like it recurs over time. Yeah, which is like awesome. you keep it for all your lives. Yeah, yeah. And like every single time you die, it banks your points and then goes like, cool. Here's how much you got. And then when you're on your respawn, you can either spawn as a regular soldier for free, or like you said, mercenary for hire. You can go like vehicle if you want to, or starship, mm. or like um, one of the like uh, reinforcements is what they call them. The uh, like the jet the jetpack troop yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Or you can go all the way up to the hero if you save Which up enough points. It's infinitely, like, fucking way better than the token system. The, the first game. random pickup shit was just stupid. That. So dumb. <laughs> Especially because it just felt so disjointed. You'd, like, be on the battlefield, you pick up a token, next minute you're flying into the map. It's yeah. like, no, I like to just spawn as, like, a ship, and you're like, cool, yeah. I'm a ship. Yeah. This makes sense. I love it because, like, people who want to play, like, the... Like, the Republic had, like, a... The, 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 their flying transport ship mm. that essentially acted as almost like a chopper gunner from COD yeah, yeah. where like you just spawn straight into the turret and you could just mow down people below you so it was kind of like a kill streak and then you also had like oh I want to be in a starship instead you could spawn in as like an A-wing or something like that and just like either do like dogfights up above the battle while it's going on or if you're good enough just strafing runs and just trying to mow down people as you're like flying over them that's very fucking hard it's very fucking hard you move too quick yeah yeah it's so fast I ended like, up no lining playing up. it because I was on PC I had the keyboard and mouse and flying it was just too fucking hard that I had my uh, elite controller set up wirelessly yeah. so as soon as I get a vehicle spawn I just pick up my pick controller, controller and start yeah. playing and it just switched the controls over straight away yeah which is freaking awesome um, but that was the only way that I could find that I could actually pilot a ship without just fucking you know, nose diving. Yeah, basically. Um, my, my biggest problem was, like, I try to do a strafing run and try and, like, do some shots. I'd only get, like, a couple shots in because, like, even at the lowest possible speed, you're still flying over the battlefield so yeah, quickly. Yeah. But, like, getting in the dogfights, like, you try, you try the other modes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You try the strike mode and the, um... Yeah, I did strike and the, uh, the Galactic Assault, I think. And or the, the Starship. So, whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever the one is, like, the Space Battles one, yeah. essentially. What do you think of both of those? I think the strike was really good and really fun. I had a great time in that. My only issue with that was, you know, if you're playing the First Order side, you got the um, the objective, and if you, like, fucking sunk it once, game over victory. Yeah. And if you're on the Rep- uh, Republic side or the Resistance, the resistance side, yeah. you're basically just sitting there gunning down imp- uh, First Order troopers, but 
it's like a hundred tickets. It takes fucking and it, forever. It's, it's only eight ridiculous. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. So they need to shorten that by a lot, yeah. and it's going to be a really good game mode. Yeah. Um, I definitely see people probably just sticking to that main mode though. Oh, it's going to be the easiest one to get games in. Yeah. So, or that and the Starfighter assault. But stuff. I guess it's depending on you know what quality of map they're bringing in. The, the maps that they brought to the beta were very high quality. They were very yeah. fun. There was different things to do, like each round wasn't the same thing yeah um, which i think was pretty cool but yeah i had like even with the strike game mode which is eight on eight like it's smaller maps um it was the masconada's palace yeah um playing the new order like we were just constantly like we were getting locked out by the resistance who were like camped in the building and they were like mowing down on this type of thing and then like alternatively flipped playing like once we got in there like it flipped to them like guarding the the ship to like stop getting in and they were like dug into the trenches and stuff and they were like shooting over and like they had the heavies come out with the Gatling guns and, like, the rocket troopers diving in behind lines and then diving out again. It was, like, every single time I played it, it was, like, a different place where we got, like, into a deadlock. And mm-hmm. it was, like, this is actually a lot of fun. But lasted fucking forever. Too like, long. it's, like, 20-minute games. And it's, like, shouldn't be. Like, that mode should be, like, the... the Ten minutes. Know, seven minutes max. Ten minutes, yeah, I yeah. think, yeah. But, um... Yeah, you know, my only other gripe, and I hope they iron it out, I did find the specialist was a bit OP in the beta on PC, but not on console. Yeah, no one was, was using it on it was console. Like spastic on PC. Well, you seen um, the videos. For the that. video that I sent you as well, yeah. right? Yeah. And then in uh, even the heavy as well. I think the heavy is going to be a very overused character, and I think yeah. the um the spe- the support class needs the, to be buffed. Yeah, the uh, officer. Bit. Yeah, because you just get dropped like a sack of shit if you got no one around you. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely agree. The Heavy was the most picked class on console by a mile because there was heaps of them going around because they had the benefits of the assault with the powerful weapons. But and then the shield as well. The shield as yeah. well, but also they didn't lose too much accuracy over distance. Oh, not at all. Which was like, if you're going to do a Heavy class, make it so that unless they're in sentry mode, they're inaccurate as shit. Yeah, Because yeah. like I found no reason to play Assault if the Heavy was like just as powerful and had just as much accuracy, mm. but longer, like I could fire for longer. Mm. Plus... Like you said, I could crash down, pop shields, and I'm, like, invincible for a few shots. Like, yeah. no one could crack that shield um, before I could kill them. But, yeah, all in all, Froppin, I played my first round and literally pre-ordered the Deluxe Edition on PC yeah. through <laughs> Origin, $119.99. Jeez. Oh, where I could have gotten it a lot cheaper shit. in other means, but I was like, this is the only way to get the 3D early access on PC. True. So I was like, fuck it, doing it. Yeah. So I'm very excited for the full release and to see what potential this game actually has. Yeah. Did you uh did you play the the you play the Starfighter Assault like yeah, the yeah. Um, the ship stuff? Mm-hmm. I like the fact that it wasn't just like in Battlefront One they had the they had the ship battle stuff, but it was just dog fighting after a while. Mm. This one adding in the objectives, so, oh, so the so Imperials good. being like just defend nonstop against like waves of like rebels, and the rebels had like generators they can go for. So even if you sucked ass at the dog fighting, you could just mow through and go through the objectives. Mm. That was so much fun. Yeah, then you, you flip the game on its ugly side, unfortunately, and it does have a new loot crate system. Oh, yeah. Which I think is cool because, you know, it's going to be optional to pay for the loot crates, but you're also going to have some advantage with that. Yeah, um, I, th- I think if with anything with these loot crate systems, the best way to go is to follow the Overwatch scheme, which is cosmetics only. Yeah, yeah. You pay for it if you want the cool, the cool limited skins in the month. Yeah, but then, yeah, they should do that. Like, two different currencies. One for PayPal, which is a cosmetic, yeah. and then one where you could grind in-game and get actual star cards, yeah. which is, basically, it just changes whatever class you're playing or ship or anything. Yeah, so you, you, could got... take, you could take three star cards in. Each mm-hmm. class had three that changed the abilities to something else, 
and three that were like passive buffs. And that's only in the beta too. That was only in the beta. And like the passive buffs, some of them were crazy. Like there was one that was every melee kill gave you back all your life immediately. So it was like if you had that, and that was the maxed out version of it. Yeah, yeah. If you had that, you could get into a fight with somebody, punch them, and then like immediately get all your health and shield back. And it was like, holy fuck, that's powerful. Mm. And some of them were like reduce your cooldown, like your over overheat rate or something like that by like seventy five percent. So an assault or a heavy class with that just perk shoot on, forever. shoot forever. My only concern with that is what happens when you pick up the game six months later on and you're going up against people who've got all these maxed out star cards. Yeah, and it's the same with like, like you're gonna think like Battlefield One and stuff like that, or Battlefield in general. They've always been a franchise where the more you play, the better loot you're gonna have. Or it's like, access to like COD's done it for a very long time. Yeah, like playing as a level one in COD versus a level fifty five in COD four. Yeah, but the thing was, you couldn't buy your way to level 55. That's the thing, right? That's, that's why I was Star gone. Wars, I'm concerned, because if you can buy your fucking you know, 50 cards... Yeah, well, in Battlefield, it was the same. It was, you had that option to pay to win. You could just take out a whole, yeah. a whole class. That's the thing. Like That's where we've kind of gone to, is this new gambling element where people will go for these loot, box, loot boxes rather than the what started it all, which was a whole creator class or style, like mm-hmm. leveling up sort of system where you played to get better. Yeah. And nowadays it's whoever's got the most money can potentially like it's not a guarantee it's potential yeah but, but like you know there's those guys out there who are like i've got disposable income i got an extra 300 dollars this week i'm just gonna throw 300 bucks at battlefield yeah it's like fuck yeah yeah um one of my mates i was playing with very very avid star wars fan and it took me so long to tell him he just didn't understand the concept he's like oh i haven't opened one of these loot crates yet i'm like because i don't want any spoilers and i was like it's just star cards. He's like, no, it's, it isn't going to be like cosmetic items. I was like, I, the only thing you get is like emotes. Yeah. That's like, they're not going to do any other cos- cosmetic. He's like, I also opened like purple lightsabers and shit for heroes. No. And I was like, nah, man, it's literally like you, if you used the crates that you've earned, you would have a much better character and a much better time playing the game. Yeah. Because of the amount of dynamic it will offer. Yeah. Um, so in that aspect, I'm pretty sad and I'm pretty scared with how community is going to react to it. Yeah, because that'll make or break this game. Because, like, I think we were talking about this before we went live, where the PC market is the most savage when it comes to these oh, sort yeah. of things. They will... They're the biggest market that votes with their wallet. Mm-hmm. Console gamers will pick it up off the shelf because it's just in their, in their local store. But PC guys have been used to being buying a bit smarter. Mm. I'm saying that as the only, like, dedicated console gamer in the room. <laughs> um, like... PC guys will, like, if, if Battlefronts, if they don't like the, the buying material, if they don't like how it's being set up, they just won't buy it. No. They'll, they they'll literally vote for their wallet. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Origin now in Australia, at least, has that, um, you know, Australian consumer law element where you can refund in full yep. if the game doesn't meet requirement. Yeah. So, look, if it gets to the point and community drops that hard on it, it will become like a refundable game. Yeah. Which is, it's good that we've got the rights to protect us, but it's also scary because it makes that voting with your wallet even stronger. Yeah, because like there could be a lot of people who pick it up day one, see that it's pay to win and go like, no, I don't want to, like I'll refund this instead. Yeah. And then all of a sudden from day one to day four, the community drops in half. But you know, from playing it, it is definitely the, the shooter I'm now looking forward to for this year. It is going to be my multiplayer game from November till whenever something new comes See, I out. agree. I was going to get World War Two, and as much fun as I had with World War Two beta, Battlefront 2 beta blew it out of the water for me because mm-hmm. I had so much fun. Yeah. I still kind of interested in World War Two in terms of just having like a dedicated just FPS game. 
But it's something you might find on a sale rather than day one. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, like it's, it's gone. It's gone from cheap. being like, oh, I'll get the pro edition with the season pass, and that it's now like, you know, places are doing sixty nine dollars on day one. It's like, do I get it for that price, or do I, you know, maybe wait for like Boxing wait Day? Wait yeah, 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 like forty bucks. Yeah. yeah, depending on how it sells. If it yeah, sells true. well, which it's going to sell well, you're not going to see it cheaper than that. You know, that sixty nine launch. But if it has an infinite warfare moment where it's like, oh shit, it's not selling enough, it'll go. It hopefully will go cheaper on Boxing Day. This one's gonna fucking pummel. Activision yeah. are gonna be back on top. Even with EA and their Star Wars licensing, it's Activision are gonna win. Like yeah. this game is just gonna sell so much. It's being marketed like correctly. Yeah, it has been. I definitely agree with that. Like, it's more about the fact that they're just reinforcing like that simple phrase "boots on the ground." Like, Call of Duty Return yeah, yeah. with roots. Yeah, that's yeah. all you need. People to be like, "I'm back in." Yeah, it's like I don't have a jetpack. Fuck yeah. Um. But yeah, so kind of, you know, on the same sort of means as talking about in-game items and all that, um, there's a couple of games that are coming out. Uh, so Shadow of War came out today, so that's got in-game currency and also a pay-to-win sort of dealy. Yeah. Um, so basically, there's two types of chests in it. There's the gold chest and the silver chest. So the silver chest you can earn while playing in-game. You kill random mobs, they'll drop 50 credits, or yep. you can break down weapons, you get 150 to 200 credits, yep. and a crate costs 700. So you do get those quite a lot, and it's just got weapons in it. That's cool. And then there's the gold crate, which is basically um, pay. you pay real money, and it has legendary orcs and epic orcs to use for your army. And they're the followers, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they've got the new system where it's instead of just nemesis, they've got nemesis and follow-up. Yeah. Yeah. So with the follower system, people, they're worried, you know, apparently f- from reviews I've read, I didn't want to read too much into it, but I was reading more towards the end. Yeah. The game's difficulty spike is fucking harsh when you get to that last mission. Yeah. Apparently it's like someone's like, oh, I was playing and, um, you know, the game was all dandy. I was having a great time. I got to up to the last mission or the last war, you could say, and I couldn't do it. I had to spend real money to be able to conquer this battle. Yeah. And that's like, you know, something like a reviewer said that, which yeah. is... So there's, there's, there seems to be concerns about an artificial difficulty spike that's mm. meant to be pushing you a little bit towards like, hey, if you didn't prepare well enough, hey, look, there's this gold loot crate option that you yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get to get through the final boss. But apparently you can actually earn the gold currency in-game. It's just, it's more of a, um, I think it's like a daily sort of thing. So you've yeah. got to complete daily missions. Um, but we'll Again, see how it goes. There's also this MMO grind that they seem to be introducing in the single player games right yeah, now. Yeah, it's, like it's literally got dailies. Like, I'm like, why the fuck does this game have dailies? Yeah. Um, you know, so we'll see how it goes. I did pick it up. Mitch has got it as well. So yeah. I guess we'll uh, touch base next week and see how we both yeah, find yeah. the game. And if we get up to that point. I will say, like, I had someone who talked to me today who was like, he was, he was super excited for Shadow of War. Like, mentally excited. He's been following all the news and stuff like that. And he saw a video done by Total Biscuit that was about the the trend of like loot crates in gaming and all that stuff about it, and it was sort of like the gambling aspect of it. And he talked about the fact that in Shadow of War, there is a PvP element where you can invade your friend's fortress and stuff like that. There's a casual mode where you just get it for points and all that kind of stuff, and you can just set like high scores and stuff, and no one loses anything. But there is a regular mode or like a hardcore yeah, mode. I think it's where, called like vengeance mode or something. Yeah, like vengeance that. mode, which is mm-hmm. like if you do the attack, if you do the assault. Any people you kill, the person who you invaded, they lose those orcs in their single player game. Shit. So you have to opt in for it. Like it's something that's something yeah, that's yeah, happened yeah, to you. Yeah. But if you go for it, then it's like, okay, cool. Like I've now opened myself up to being able to lose my orcs. Like, I've got the best fortress, like no one's gonna be able to beat me. And the concern was 
What about the guy who spends 300 bucks on gold crates, has an infinitely massive army day one, and just invades everyone's fortresses, and just murders everybody with these maxed out stat orcs, because he bought them, not earned them. Yeah. And that's the concern of, like, why is that even an option? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll have to see. Yeah. Like, it's interesting. Like, we can sort of thank uh, GTA, I suppose, for it, can't we? Yeah, it was definitely an element. Like, the shark cards of GTA Online was definitely an eye-opener for a lot of businesses in the, in um, the gaming scene. Even Blizzard with the with Overwatch. The, yeah. Overwatch. It's just so much currency, like, so much money they're making. It's just essentially... FIFA with Ultimate Team, yeah. NBA with Virtual Currency. Yeah. Like, Falls of Seven's going to introduce it. Yeah. Like, the NBA entry this year in particular is, like, apparently fucking savage with microtransactions. You can't even, like, get yeah. a haircut without yeah. paying five bucks. Yeah, <laughs> it is, like, actually... Like, I saw someone who's, like a, like, a big NBA fan... They were talking about the new neighborhood mode where you, it's kind of like a multiplayer lobby where you can go from like all the different things and like you take your avatar sort of like GTA to a barbershop to do your cosmetic upgrades and the, all the VC costs are insane, which is their virtual currency. Mm-hmm. It's literally just called virtual currency. All of it's insane. Like it's like yeah. 5000 to get a haircut and that's like legitimately $5 of real world money or it's a shitload of grinding. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is getting bad. Like, this is getting gross. Yeah, yeah. I remember someone saying that, and because I think about he transformed your BC to experience as well. Yes, exactly. And there was like, so you could level your character up from whatever the base value is to like 86 or something like yeah. that, which is an average NBA player or something. Exactly, yeah. Sort of thing. Someone did the math. It's 206 matches um, yeah. to do the same thing to get them up to the same point or $70 real world. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, if people who bought the Legend Edition of NBA 2K18, which came with 100,000 VC, yeah. was like an automatic instant boost. You could take your online character into the online matches and boost them up to like 70. And it was like, now you're going against people who are like 30s and 40s and you've now got... Like, it's not even now, it's not even now about skill. You are physically going to be better than them mm-hmm. because now you can shoot them further. You can pass more accurately. You can do all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It gave the Legend Edition players... A legitimate advantage. Mm. Um, another game that's actually come out literally today and has spoken about loot boxes in game is Assassin's Creed Origins. But what they've actually come out and said, hey guys, our game's going to have loot boxes, but it's all an in-game. Yeah, no, so no, no microtransaction. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which I think is really awesome. And yeah, it's okay. really funny because it's coming from Ubisoft, who were pretty much, I'd say they're the pioneers for single-player oh, loot boxes. fucking hey, weren't they? <laughs> like, between Unity. Yeah, between oh, Far Cry and Unity and stuff, like, it was, there was a massive paywall for that shit. And it was the thing, they were single-player games. And they, they got, were, like, the first big games to do single-player loot yeah. boxes. And you got to think, back then, they got absolutely flamed for it. So, obviously, they've stepped on the back foot, and they're like, we're not doing it this time. Yeah. You know, people... We're in games. a trend where people, we're yeah. in a market where it's trending towards people being acceptant of mm. this sort of stuff. You know, maybe not entirely, but people are starting to just become more and more used to the fact that everything has loot boxes. For them to come out in a market being like, actually, no, we're not doing premium currency. Yes, we're having loot boxes because like everyone loves loot boxes, loves that gambling element, yeah. but none of it's going to be paid for. Like yeah. You have to just earn it in-game. It's like, yeah, oh, good on you. Yeah, so I was, I was pretty fucking chuffed when I read that news. Because I do love a good loot box animation. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> like, it, it gets me like hard. but um, Rainbow Six and Star Wars. I think Rainbow Six is still the best one, but Star Wars is like up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? But in regards to that... I've lost my train of thought. I'm talking about Falls of Seven, man. My rant. Yeah, it's another <laughs> fucking one. So, um, actually, you know how we, we finished up the podcast last week, or we didn't we didn't do the podcast, but we sat and played Battlefront. We walked outside and we talked about the fact that the VIP pass for Forza was a 25-use uh, system. Yeah. So, we talked about this off-camera. Off Did you see what happened that night? 
No. They no. Guess it's permanent. They've now made yeah. it permanent? They've yeah. made Fuck the exact same before. Oh, it's a permanent actually, double they, credits. They literally, like, the haters were that strong that they're just like, oh, no, right, we'll fix it. They're... Yeah, the head of Turn 10 posted, like, an open letter to the fans and was like, we're changing this overnight. Like, we are going to, like, we realise that we made a mistake here. You guys are right. This is something you guys expect as long-time fans. Here you go. Permanent double credit increase as it used to be. Should have been. Well, it should have been that from the fucking start because what they were trying to do was that thing of, like, you get 25 boosts, that's it. Yeah. From your VIP membership. Uh, with, when I was I thinking, like, that's not how it meant to work. It's not at all. Yeah. Um, they've also... I just wish we could have done the same thing to Creative Assembly because fuck them for Halo Wars 2. <laughs> we talked about this on the last actual podcast where I was like, man, I'm excited for this new Halo Wars 2 DLC that drops. Cause yeah, and season last week we spoke about it after the Forza uh, uh, talk. Yep, and fucking not part of the season yeah, pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like fucking A, I'm not buying that. It's like Forza with their gold editions. It's like, here, have car passes, not the season pass. Basically, mm. uh, uh, stay away from alternate editions at this point in time. Yeah, yeah it's if, pretty much even if they announce like a Halo 6, like, filthy ultimate edition that comes with everything, I'm not going to buy it because yeah. that's, I've been burnt now yeah. three times in a row. Well, what I was going to say before is it's weird because a lot of gaming companies ever since, you know, I'd say Titanfall and Overwatch are pretty much advocates. They've come out and say, you know, no season passes. Yep. We're just going to give free DLC yep. uh, for the life of the game, which is, or, but, you know, but then they bring in that microtransaction element yeah. also Overwatch and Titanfall 2. Um, as well as cosmetic and Titanfall yeah. 2. But yeah, same with Overwatch. My yeah. issue with that is... For the life of the game, you're talking about, you know, back to NBA, you're paying like, what, 50 bucks or whatever to get your hair, oh, yeah, your shoes and a shirt for literally a year. Yeah. And you're going to buy 2019 and spend 50 bucks to get the same sort of shit. Exactly. There is no transferability with any of these games. No. So it's literally you are throwing money into a furnace. Yeah. It's like, you know, what? I hate money. I hate it's, money. It's, it's the exact same as having a season pass without actually calling it a season pass. Yeah. You're upgrading a character in 2K18 as a season for that 2018 season and then when 2019 comes out you just do it all again and that's another season pass exactly but with that as well unfortunately you know we've got people like I'd probably say me and Sean and Mitch we're pretty bad examples we've all bought Overwatch loot crates yes we have like a lot of them but I think that we've all kind of like died off and backed off that now yeah and with this you know slate of games that are coming out in the near future we're all going to be very hesitant and we're not going to spend that money but as you said there's going to be those people out there that are just going to be like 300 bucks yep and there's always people that's there. all these companies want is just the people just to be like 300 bucks they're like yeah. the 10% three of, of players they're probably just going to throw money at it yeah the three of us not spending shit. 20 bucks a month on a loot crate thing every now and then like for Overwatch where it's like oh the, the Halloween skins are out mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put 20 bucks down and get like 20 loot crates or whatever it is for us three not doing that doesn't make a difference oh, it doesn't make when it there's guys out there dropping 300 bucks a week yeah, no, literally yeah. on loot crates and especially when it's a thing like, you know, they're on stream they're not even actually spending their own money someone else donating their money oh the streams that are literally just dedicated yeah. to box opening that yeah. used to be a thing back in the CSGO days now it's like every game does it so people spend like, like FIFA FIFA Ultimate Team openings Rainbow Six Siege um, card openings stuff like that it's like it, people just sit there for hours watch people open up crates and it's it's that gambling aspect. Mm. There is actually a seriously strong concern that we're actually getting to the point where gaming is going back to gambling mm. in terms of like randomization, giving you that instant feedback reward, you know, like um, Lawbreakers and Overwatch where like you see the box open and it shows you all the different colors that it can be and you're like, oh, what'd they get? And you see that gold one and it's like, yes, yeah, so you get the same rush from that as you would as hitting a jackpot at that. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a it's the, the whole thing of how it's instant gratification these days. Yeah. With our society too. Well, like, we And it's like the fact that you, 
with everything being linked to PayPal or to your cards, like, it's very easy to just be like, well, oh, I didn't buy lunch today, so, you know, like, I didn't have to go spend lunch today, so now I've got this 20 bucks that I didn't spend, I might as well throw 20 bucks on this thing. Mm. I've been guilty of that. I've done that heaps of times. Like, starved yourself for a loot crate? No, like, I go to work, and, like, instead of, like, instead of going to work and, like, and, like, going, like, oh, man, like, I, I, like, I forgot to eat today, like, I didn't, like, I didn't go anything for lunch, I just made myself dinner instead, it's like, oh, so, the 20 bucks that I would normally spend at work at lunch, something like that, I've just thrown in a loot box, because I've just been, I was looking at it, type of thing, like, I was like, oh, I'm in Overwatch, or I'm in Gears, and it's like, loot boxes. I've done that before, when I stopped drinking boosts, I was like, well, I can buy a loot box this week instead. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, boosts are expensive. Yes. As someone who just started working out in a centre that has boosts right next to them, it's fucking brutal. <laughs> That's, yeah, I, I, so I, good, though. I physically, I stopped myself. Like, I'd walk past them and they'd, they'd just like, oh, you haven't been in a while. No, and I'm not coming back. Yeah. It's like, fuck you. Fuck you, I don't need your sugary, expensive um, drinks. But, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, on the subject, or not really subject, but going to new release schedules uh, for this week. Obviously, we've got uh, Shadow of War, which came out today. Evil uh, Within Friday 2. Friday is Evil Within 2 days. Friday the 13th. Come on, guys, you're forgetting WWE 2K18. Is that the deluxe like... edition, not not the standard. Uh, okay. Deluxe edition, so... Uh, like four days early access or yeah. some shit. I oh. may have that ordered. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're like... like you're, you're a wrestling I love the WWE stuff. So, so you do you. But 18 is a good one, because 17 yeah. was shit, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah. I don't buy them every year. I tend to buy them every second year. Like, I don't do the mm. annual like, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't buy last year's one specifically because I was like, 2K18, they'll probably do something different for it. And they have. They've done like a whole revamp of stuff. So I'm like really excited to pick that up. I forgot that comes out on Friday because I'm going to be jumping between that and Evil Within because um, I am so fucking amped for Evil Within. So yeah. fucking excited. You're pretty excited. Yeah. Shinji Mikami. Although it's not... Apparently Shinji Mikami didn't direct this one. He's the guy who created Resident Evil and also created the first game. This one was done by a mostly American studio, the American part of Tango Softworks, which is his new company, mm. but it was under his guidance, where he designed like a lot of the creatures, a lot of the encounters and stuff like that, but it's actually being done by a Western developer this time. Oh, crazy. Which means it might actually have good mechanics. Yeah. <laughs> because, let's like, be real. let's be real, the Japanese mechanics of the first one, and just Japanese mechanics in general tend to piss a lot of people off or just alienate them. They're just like, very dated. They're very dated, very clunky controls. That's because they're like, it ain't, it ain't broke, why fix? Yeah, so in the first game, Sebastian, <laughs> before you upgraded Sebastian in the first game, he could sprint for about six femtoseconds before he actually got out of breath. In the new one, you start out with where you were at maximum stamina in the first one, so you can actually run for about ten seconds before you run out of breath now. Because, <laughs> like... The fact they had this stamina bar that looked like it was like, you know, it's like a stamina bar or a mana bar in like most games where it looked like massive. The second you tap the sprint button, three quarters of it was gone. It was like, fuck me backwards. It's like, you could just never run from anything in the beginning of the game. It's like, I'm fat, but I can run for, for, for yes. like 10 seconds. <laughs> a, a, a pack a day, like a two pack a day smoke could run further than Sebastian could. It was rough. So but it funny. made it so the first game was so much harder when you first started off because you couldn't run. If you were one of the people who were like, I don't want to fight these guys, I just want to run like old school Resident Evil, you couldn't, you couldn't really do it straight from the beginning. You had to really grind your character out to get to that point. Now they're actually giving you the option right from the go. You've got fight or flight, which is the biggest thing a survival horror games can do. Fucking so excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to let us know how it is because it's one game I'm not picking up. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm. It's rough because like I've got WWE and um, Evil Within coming out pretty much back to back. But then next Tuesday is South Park. Yeah, it's going to be dope. One of the most hotly anticipated games for me. So I'm like, I'm 
It's all. It, I knew it was going to be October. It was going to be rough. But Jesus Christ! It's got like I've got two days to play Shadow of War. But I've actually got one day. I've got tonight and tomorrow to play Shadow of War. Mm. Then Friday I've got Evil Within. Saturday I'll probably play Evil Within and WWE. And it's like fuck, I'm screwed. I've got no time to play any of these games. Yeah. But I'm still buying all of them day one because I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, because you like you like to spend that money. But um, spend a dose. Fractured Butthole is definitely going to be very interesting. Yeah, there's been a lot of like hype around. Obviously, the classification got lifted in Australia. Yep, is it no censorship? They announced no censorship worldwide. <laughs> Fucking, um, which is awesome. Pretty yeah. badass. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm very excited. Although I'm going to miss the crying koala. The crying koala. I I I would love just to reference the crying. I would love it if we open up the box and it's the crying koala. But instead of crying, he was like happy, like thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> thought the, so I thought they they did for the uh, one of the the ads. I they did they, the ad where he has the happy like, koala. Yeah. They just the well, they should face. definitely just slip it into each game. Like, yeah. it'd be so that awesome. Be cool. <laughs> that would be good. But even if, like, you're loading it up and, like, trolls you with it or something. Yeah, like, like the first controversial scene, the sad koala yeah. pop-up, and then goes, oh, actually, no, never mind, he just goes away. I actually <laughs> love the censorship in the first one, because it'd come up and it'd just it detail, explain Ex- it. Excruciating detail. And it's like, just, it like, was like, it was it funny was, even watching it. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> the little didgeridoo playing the crying yeah. koala, and then, like, your character's being anally raped by a fucking, <laughs> by an alien dildo. It's like, oh my god, like, it would describe it in such a beautiful detail yeah. and then like every single time it got it popped up it would poke more fun at the OFLC being like your government doesn't think you're allowed to watch this so we're going to describe it to you <laughs> oh my so god good. I think that got them more publicity too yeah. like, definitely yeah. that they handled it so well they themselves very well they could have yeah. been like oh fuck you we're not going to no 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 they, they did something fantastic there's, there's a big debate that I used to have with my friends back in the day that like there's doing censorship... Like, back when we didn't have an R18 rating, there was games that did censorship Like, good. Fallout. <laughs> yeah, there was games that did censorship really well, like, by either changing the names or scaling things back enough to the point where they could get rated, like Dead Island or something like that. And then there were games that just took the lazy route. And the biggest one for that, for me, was fucking Left 4 Dead 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where, as soon as you kill a zombie, it the body vanished into thin air. If you threw a pipe bomb out, the bodies just disappeared. No explosion. It was like, oh, this was just the... That was basically them being like, oh, you can't see dead bodies, we're not going to show you any of them anymore. And it's like, fuck, it made the game so less enjoyable to hear in Australia. Oh, yeah, shit ass. Which Luckily, we find... like, I imported a CD key from the, uh, the UK. Well, we now have the... Lit. Because after five years with the OFLC, you can reclassify yeah. without having to re-release. But Valve still don't want to do that. They already have. They no, did it years ago. Yeah, yeah, So, like, 20... Oh, they didn't want to republish. they just put out patches, basically. Yeah, they, they unlocked the full content of the Australian version, mm-hmm. so you still have to select that you want it. But you can essentially unlock the full the full R eighteen version mm. because the only way to get reclassified in Australia is to resubmit a new game. It can't be the same product. It's like so Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Complete Edition. So when they release the game the Euro Edition the next year, originally the the original version got banned, but the completed edition because it was a new game was the year that we got the R eighteen rating. It was yeah. one of the first R eighteen games we got, which that's like. Mortal Kombat's always been the forefront of history. Oh yeah, it's the one that the reason why if we have. There's the reason why the ESRB exists in the US is because, yeah. like, which is their ratings board, is because of Mortal Kombat. The first R18 game we got in Australia was basically Mortal Kombat Complete Edition. Mm-hmm. Although there was actually one game that beat it out before it, but it was like a tiny little. It was one of those ones that we don't even. It was like a piece of shit PC game or something like that that happened wasn't to be it, the first R18. Was it like game. Syndicate or something? The EA game? No, that ne- that still never got classified. Yeah, it's true. Which I 
imported that from the UK as well because yeah, I really wanted to fucking play that game. <laughs> Remember when we imported Saints? It was great. I fucking loved it. Like it was like a decent first person shooter made by the guys who made The Darkness. Remember when we imported Saints from the UK but then it was when they were still doing that whole um, see the multiplayer pass sort of stuff wasn't it? Oh yeah we couldn't play co-op anymore. Yep. So that was back when so Sean and I when we found out that Saints were the third? No it was the fourth one. The fourth one. Yeah, Century 4. Because it was when you had all the, the superpowers. That's right. Century 4 had a, was banned in Australia originally because it had uh, a drug scene in it where you get superpowers from smoking weed, which is like an instant ban in Australia. If you oh, ever yeah. get benefits from drugs, it's an instant ban. Instant So they resubmitted it and got a different one, but it also delayed the release date. So Sean and I were like, let's just import some copies. So we bought some from Dungeon Crawl, who had imported it from the UK, mm. and they're a Melbourne-based company. Yeah, yeah. Took forever for it to get to us. We got the copies in here, tried to redeem multiplayer passes, which worked, but our Australian accounts couldn't connect to each other through the UK servers. Ah, uh, mm. yeah, we've had to create UK accounts and then redeem the code. Exactly, but we'd yeah. already redeemed the code. Oh, and this was back agree. during the uh, the online pass thing, so we couldn't do co-op yeah. anymore. So yeah. had some, like, bullshit, like, because that game just fucking shit out of single player. Yeah. Well, it's still fun, but, like, with a friend, it's... But the whole plan was, yeah. Just... Yeah, because Sean and I did, like, all of Saints Row 3 together, and it was, like, yeah. so much fucking fun. Fucking amazing. So we're like, let's do 4. And then, like, it killed my enjoyment. Once we eventually got 4 in as, like, a proper Australian copy, we did, never completed didn't it. Didn't give a shit about it anymore. Yeah, because it, it had moved on from that point. Like, the taste was still in my mouth at that bad moment where it's like, why Especially when we could switch to Borderlands 2 instead, which would fuck me mainline that shit. Oh, mainline Borderlands 2, like a fucking thing. <laughs> it's like... Borderlands 3's Randy Pitchford like had a bit of a jab at it the other day yeah just saying yeah it's happening but not happening yeah he was basically like it's happening but it's still miles away and people are like if you didn't waste so much time on Battleborn we could have had it by now <laughs> waste time on like every game they've done since Duke Nukem Forever you'd probably have it yeah Aliens Exploding <laughs> Marines yeah. so yeah. Duke Nukem Forever Aliens Exploding Marines they just republished Bulletstorm mm-hmm. um, they're also behind the publishing of Fortnite in Australia mm-hmm. which I didn't know that mm. well, I saw the packaging on the shelves oh my fucking god Gearbox has lost so much faith like right, no one gives a fun. shit about them like 2K like, or Take-Two Interactive whichever one are, uh, two, take Take-Two two is the they own them yeah uh, man they'd just be sad they'd, they'd be like that <laughs> awkward like stepson that all he does is like masturbate and well, like, okay, so Take Two, anime. It's like Sean, Take Two owns two. Jesus Fuck you. Christ! <laughs> so, how are you getting back to your place tonight? By Sean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't driving you. I'm way too drunk. But like, so Take Two owns two companies. Right. Take Two owns two companies: Rockstar and Two K. Two K eighteen and Two K Sports. Oh no, Gearbox is under Two K. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. So, like, in terms of like Take Two owning <laughs> the publishing of those two companies. Yeah. Rockstar makes Take Two a fuckload of money. Oh, definitely a metric Good truckload, God. like just a ton. And the Two K franchise, even though it's stagnant with Two K eighteen and didn't sell as well, Virtual Currency still makes a shitload of money. Yeah, they're still making money. They're still making money. The two failures of this year, which was Mafia, or like, was Mafia last year or this year? Like, yeah. Last year. Last year. Well, like Mafia and Battleborn were like a drop, were like a pebble in the ocean compared to the amount of money they were making off of GTA. So it's like. Do they better and care that those games were a failure? Oh, no fuck for given. Yeah. But, uh, I've still got my Mafia 3 Close Edition with the vinyl over there. Idiot. Still don't have the game, though. I fucking traded that shit in ages ago. I just wanted the vinyl because the fucking soundtrack is The game was, like, advertised really well, though. Oh, yeah, you oh, had me. It was so great. And then you're like, why is this PS2 level of graphics? Yes, why like, is the sky disappearing from behind me in my rearview mirror? Yeah. 
Oh. Wow, that's bad. The draw distance was oh. like a centimeter. It's so bad. And then, why won't you let me fast travel? Oh my god, I had a, I have a recording on my Xbox of the first cutscene of the game where you go into like a little <laughs> and in the cutscene, my characters ran over a grandmother. Like, literally, like, a pedestrian is walking across because it's all in-engine. Yeah. And I just fucking flattened them in this cutscene. And then they're having this conversation with the guard while there's this dead body hanging off the front of the car. Yeah, kind of That was it. the first moment of the game for me, and I lost it from there on. I was yeah. like, I can't take this seriously. Nah, it just kind of killed the entire game at that point, didn't it? Bug of shit. <laughs> Jesus. What else is coming out? Like, we've got... Next week is just South Park. Is there anything else? I thought there was. Um, there's WWE proper t- normal. Proper WWE, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, GT Sport. 18th mm. as well. Same day as... Um, so that's Tuesday. It's just, fuck, that's Tuesday. It's the same day as South Park. Damn. Damn. Which so is... I... Sean, do you reckon it's going to be like the better out of the three races? I reckon Need for Speed's going to be the underdog. Absolutely. <laughs> I actually kind of want to play Need for Speed. Look, a little bit of me wants to play it. Need for Speed will do pretty okay, especially because they have had a bit of a break. And they're trading on the whole Fast and Furious type of... Um, I, I think they're also trading on the fact that they're the only arcade racer on the market right now. Yeah, like, else the other three are the big titans of simulation, yeah. and Need for Speed's like, we just want you to have NOS and have fun. And it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's probably why people like me are like, probably play Payback. Like, Payback actually does look pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah it looks a lot funner than the other three games. Yeah, right? Fucking, they just make me want to cry. But as Sean, a racing fan, <laughs> Forza 7 will depend on the Xbox One X. If the X does well, Forza 7 will do well. Because that's going to be that thing of like, you own the Forza 7 game to show off what your X can do. Yep. Yep. It's going to be literally the tech demo to be like, it was the same thing when Forza, my f- fucking when Forza 5, my 5 or 4, 5 that came out with the Xbox One. 5 was the release, yeah. 5 was the one to, that was the one everybody bought because it to show just looked Xbox fucking one. pretty. 5 hours to install. Gotcha, it did. <laughs> so did like every game at launch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Project Cars 2 is the real racing scene. That's yep. the one, if you're a racing sim fan, that's the one to buy. Gran Turismo is the hardcore Gran Turismo nerds that will come across. It will lose support, because it is only about 160, 70 cars, and that's yeah. not... Yeah, if you all. compare the catalogue of Project Cars and Forza against GT, yeah. it's getting pissed on. It's also, it's, it doesn't have anywhere near as many racetracks, and there's plenty of other things that... It, has dropped, which kind of made me go, yeah, what are you going it's, to do? It's it? why they didn't give it a number. Like, this could have been GT7, Seven, but they but this deliberately or cut it off because yeah. they were like, it's not a numbered sequel. It's their version of, like, Horizon. Yeah, they no, what they're aiming for with it is, like, eSport. Yeah. But, which yeah, is true. come out and say, like, GT Sport is an eSport title. And yeah. the whole reason is because they are actually fully uh, recognised by the World Racing Championships. Yep. And they will be running championships in which you will actually be able to win a race, a full-on championship. You'll walk away with a trophy, yeah. uh, which is recognised by the racing community. That's yeah. insane. Um, so it is that thing. And that, that, that that's does sound pretty cool. Like, there are people, and the one that I always see is the Australian postman, who, <laughs> through the Gran Turismo, uh, it's a Nissan um, thing, has is now a V8 supercar, well, not a V8, it's more of a V6s, uh, but as a supercar driver because of um, the Nissan yeah, GT. Yeah, I saw the article about him, yeah. Yeah. So he was just a regular postman uh, and then because he was really fucking fantastic at um, the Grand Turismo and he won the competitions, they actually sent him to a racing school with all these other guys that were from all over the world. They're, all, again, all Grand Turismo um, champions. And then the one person that wins that in the actual cars where they're full-on training 
um, will get a race team and um, it, seat. It, it's crazy to me. An actual racing. It's like the only version of eSport that actually translates to the actual sport. Mm. The knowledge of the track, the knowledge of like how cars operate in the game will translate over to, if you know how to drive, will translate over to your driving skill. Yeah. You can't say that about almost any other video game eSport. I literally can't. Yeah. Like, NBA, like, pushing buttons does not make you a better does NBA not. player. <laughs> Playing CSGO does not make you a soldier. No. But, like, GT actually can make you a better driver. Yeah. Um, that's crazy to me. But, like, I, I do see GT being the most popular one online. It's going to be the one that every PS4 owner who, loves, who even has a remote interest in racing games will be picking up online to, like, play races against, like, tournaments like that. Like I said, there's ladders constantly, there's championships going all the time. It's the one they're aiming at for the online crowd. Which is something that, like, Forza hasn't really tapped as far as... Like, they had the driver tars, which makes you feel like you're playing all the time. Yeah. But yeah, if you race against <laughs> if you race against my driver tar, it's just gonna slam you off the road. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's just I don't shit. use the brakes. Um, <laughs> but but the thing, the, the only problem with the with the Grand Tourism Sport with what they're doing is they have focused ridiculously heavy online, and so when someone comes up to buy the just a single player, I get the feeling they're going to be yeah, disappointed. They're going to be limited. Like yeah. they Grand Tourism, like they kind of say no, 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 it exists, but it's a thing of like it's quite obvious where your money is gone. It's gone yeah. to the online segment, and it's VR. it's like a, it's it's almost like a GT. MMO essentially like it, it is the game that you're going to be if someone asks you like oh what's GT Sport like you're going to be like do you like to race online it's like oh I, I only do single player it's like you probably want to pick up Project Cars then yeah because Project Cars has that like if, if, it has a mix. if you're a PS4 and a Project Cars at least has like ladders and championships but you go through a progression single player wise yeah Forza has that as well if you're on Xbox, but like PlayStation with GT is like if you're playing online, you'll if you want to race against other actual people live. Much like Drive Club. Yeah, Drive Club was similar. Drive Club tried to be what I think GT Sports going for right now. Yeah, but Drive Club was a clusterfuck at launch. Mm -hmm. Did you did you pick it up at launch? I I got a um yeah I did get a copy. Yeah, Uh, never played it. It was (laughs) I remember it was bad. It was. was I? I think I was hanging out with you, Sean, when I tried to show you how bad it was at launch. Where, yeah, like you, I think you so. booted into the game and it tells you the Drive Club servers are not available right now, and yeah, it yes. like ninety percent of the game got like, yeah. re-released a year later. Yep, because of how shit the launch was. And was. they delayed the PlayStation Plus version, which was supposed yeah. to be free. They yeah. were like, "Oh, everyone on PlayStation Plus is going to get a free copy of it," and they delayed it for so long because they were like, "It still doesn't fucking work online, so we can't release it." Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. That studio shouldn't exist anymore, and they still do it. I'm like, they still release more content for it. I'm like, how? Who is still playing this game? (laughs) Just just starting throwing money at things to keep an IP running. No, Project Cars 2 is honestly my pick for a racing sim, like, for the three that are out. Yeah. Well, for the when GC releases. Project Cars 2 will be my pick for anyone. Technically, GT Sport has released already. True. Because there was the demo that you can get, which is a demo, but it's actually like an EA Access style trial, mm. where you download the full game, you keep your full progress, but you only get like five hours of actual gameplay. Okay. So it's, apparently it's right, crazy so, good. So, so essentially it's out. Alright, so no, Project Cars 2 is definitely my pick, mainly for the fact that you've got the larger uh, racetrack selection than GT Sport, and you've got the larger um, car like roster. Yeah, um, Forza Seven still wins out with the roster. They've got seven hundred something other cars. Jesus, don't they? Yeah, I, the IGN review was done by Luke O'Reilly, who's like the Australian guy, and yeah. he was raving about the fact that there's like a hundred Utes in the game. Yeah. Like he was like, if you want to drive like a Holden Ute, 
there's like 20 of them. Which is cool. <laughs> but the problem that Forza's been having an issue with now, and this is the loot crate, us going back there now, is Forza 7 has decreased the amount of credits you get yeah. when you change the difficulties. So it used to be that thing of like, you could change the difficulties, I would always run with only the brake, li- brake line on, yeah. I'd run manual with clutch. No um, ABS, no anything like that. Yeah, no so I, I yeah. switched off most of the assist. And so it would give you a fuck ton more credits because I think that we made it much harder for yourself, so we'll reward you for it. Yeah. Whereas uh, people like me would go like I just yeah. play like from the box. Yeah, it's like it's like so I'd have I'd have like brake line or like full which line is what on ABS is, and like automatic and all that kind of stuff. Which yeah. is automatically selected out of the box now for Forza Seven. It yeah. used to be that it was sort of sat in the middle and you just change it where you want it. Yeah. Now it's right in the box at the beginning where it's steering assist, brake assist, everything. Uh, basically, you can wait. Just so hold... steering assist and brake assist is on by default. Yep. Fuck that. That's... Hold the accelerator and it will just do it for you. Jesus, um, it will basically Tesla autopilot the fucking game for you. That should not be the default. That no. should be like the turning down the difficulty option. Yeah. And but the problem is, if you play on that difficulty or you play on the hardest difficulty, you will get the exact same amount of money. I can, I can see why they did that. It's to make the people who drive with those assists on feel like they're still earning as much, yeah. but. You got to think okay. about your, especially with the motorsport franchise. You have got to think about your hardcore fans yeah. who really want to feel like they're being challenged, and you have got to reward them for the challenge. You've now got the problem. The biggest problem that I'm finding from what I'm reading online and seeing everything at the moment is everything is based around this fucking loot box system. They've pulled out all the other reward systems. Whereas that thing of like, if you play with a certain manufacturer, you'll be able to buy their cheap part uh, cheaper or their vehicles cheaper. Mm. Uh, so if you're stuck with Ford then buying parts for your Fords any of them would become cheaper because you've got yeah. brand loyalty um, but then you also have the secondary one which is driving skill the more that yeah. went up the more it would just like throw random rewards at you be like cool get into the next level of racing yeah easy. I had that in Horizon as, the, as a which casual racing Horizon game is. Yeah. yeah in Forza 7 they go you know we ripped all that shit out it's just the base value uh, you need to grind to be able to get the currency to get the next cars but if you want to get into the next tier of cars, you have to have a certain amount of cars already pre-purchased to bump you up That's levels. Right. I remember seeing this in the review and was like really confused by the so, fact that you had to buy cars like yeah. a D grade to get C grade. So it's like a C grade. So you then have to piss away all your hard-earned money before you can get to the C grade shit. And so then you're in the C grade now going, well, I want to get up further than that or I want to buy some C grade worth cars, but I can't because I don't have the money anymore. In Horizon and in the previous motorsport, the last one that I played, which was admittedly five, I didn't buy six. Um, I liked the fact that if I found a D grade car, say like I was doing like the the hot hatches, yeah, and I had like a, a golf, and I really liked the car, I wouldn't have to buy anything else in the D grade or in that same class. I could stick with the one car that I liked. But then after grinding up credits, it was like, oh, you've unlocked the touring cars or like the muscle cars buy a muscle car that I like, and keep going onwards. Yeah. So they've taken that out of seven. Yes. Jesus, that's rough. Which is... That's, that's a lot of grinding to get yeah. those credits back. Whereas you can just switch to Project Cars 2, where it's that thing like, pick a championship, pick a car, go. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll just throw you into it and you go. See, the... I remember... It up yet, though, yeah. Project Cars I've not touched. Um, Forza 7 I've bought, but I have not played. Yeah. So... My biggest thing was, like, the the reason why I liked Horizon so much was that if I found a class of car that I liked, like, say it was the hot hatch, or say it was the, yeah. the, soup, the you know, souped up, you know, imports, I could change every event to be that To sort of just thing. those types. Forza 7, I'm guessing, is more based around oh, no, the old thing motorsport thing, where you go the championships, essentially. Yeah. So there's no way that someone like me, who just wants to race hot hatches or whatever, 
you can't just play the whole game like that. No. You're not going to be playing for very long if you do. No. Interesting. Because, yeah. yeah. Which is why I, I kind of got deterred from the uh, Motorsport series after, like, uh, when number four came out, actually, because that's when they started implementing that a bit more yeah because they just like every time you'd beat a race like oh here's a new car and i like i like to get like emotionally invested in a car i like, like to, this I like is my car see, yeah I like this is my like, dude horizon was like <laughs> horizon was changed me once i had like my car and horizon i was like i just stick with that car yeah and, i like, love to ride i put like 30 hours in yeah i actually last week uh, purchased the hot wheels dlc because i'm a fucking idiot fuck i really want to do but that. i'm very excited to see how that plays <laughs> but i, I haven't been talking about that hot wheels dlc for a fucking long time yeah i've downloaded it. it's like 35 gig um, and I was like, um, it's all like Donkey Kong. I can't wait to race the track and get eaten by a dinosaur. Right. <laughs> uh, it is very hard to control. Though, heads up. Uh, yeah, apparently um, just chaos. It fucking is. It's it, when you actual Hot Wheels. Yeah, and everything it always costs you falling out of tracks. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's that is that's that normal. Is, that's normal. That is I see. I did the so the cunning stunts in GTA, GTA Five. Mm-hmm. I did that quite a lot. I fucking loved that, and that's what like made me want to get the Forza Horizon Hot Wheels DLC was Cunning Stunts is like it's a GTA game that's been modified to play like that Horizon style Hot Wheels yeah. game well, and then it was like sort of yeah, yeah and it was like here's this Hot Wheels branded DLC for Forza Horizon with like the Forza Horizon graphic detail and, yep. the, and the control handling and I was like why haven't I bought this yet I still fucking haven't bought it I but still it's like, love the opening credit like uh, scene for it you're out on the the, the, the beach near where you first start and they're just talking about it, and just these two helicopters like just fucking fly over with yeah. a giant piece of orange they don't plastic. Even try to, like, they don't even try to like fight around it. No, it's it's like, thing, like, it's we are literally track. dropping gigantic orange plastic over yeah. this island off the coast of Queensland. And when, like, fuck yes. And when you're driving around, it's like, oh yeah, we still actually haven't finished it. But <laughs> like, oh fuck, that piece doesn't exist. And they drop it right in front of you. Like, it's fucking amazing. And uh, it's pretty cool. I'm going to go ahead and play it. It's a good way to do it. Uh, Probably I'll play Shadow 4. So yeah, no. Falls of 7, I'm a bit disappointed in. I'll just keep going back and playing Falls of 3, I think. Just get no, Horizon 3, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, like, Horizon 3 was what got me back to Forza. Because it was way more arcadey. It felt more like Burnout Paradise, where it's and like... in Australia. Yeah, well, not even just the Australia fact. It could have been anywhere, but like the open world fact, the fact that it had like the billboards to smash and the events could be changed whatever you wanted to. If the Horizon, if Horizon Four doesn't make you the, you know, owner of the Horizon Festival in the same way that Three was, I'd be very disappointed because I love the fact that I could be like, yeah, I don't want to race. They with know how trucks. successful it was, so they're pretty much going to do the same game, different location. I the rumors are they're not doing Horizon. Um, in twenty seven, in twenty nineteen. Oh, they're probably off. They're probably working on something big for it to yeah. top the Horizon. Because you know, Horizon Three got a massive reception. They will need to. Work yeah, it a apparently, bit. apparently, twenty eighteen's Forza is going to be, maybe not even a Forza title. Like it might be a racing title, but it won't be a Forza. Mm. So that way, they could do same thing that Call of Duty's done, which is a three year cycle. So yeah. it'll be like this franchise, then Horizon, then Motorsport Eight in twenty twenty. So they could take longer to perfect the game a bit longer I'd appreciate that I think every um, mass produced franchise studio should do that yeah three year cycles are out. fantastic um, but I think yeah that wraps it up for us for this week my boys definitely my booze uh, thank you all for tuning in as always you can catch us on the Facebooks at facebook.com forward slash semi casual podcast and you can also find us at the Twitters um, at Dan Casual Casual Dan 
a casual Dan. Casual Dan. No, you're Dan Casual. Yeah, I'm Dan Casual. <laughs> Dan Straight. You're Casual Katie. That's it. And you're the Casual Wilson. Dan Straight, I am. Fucking confused. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, it's so good. Um, but yeah, until next time, everybody. Keep it casual.